Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Berizaki, and along with me, Mike Kapler. Uh, we're getting together to talk about this wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news and all that it means to us and just how good God is to us. Uh, we just... Over the last uh, year or so, uh, Mike and I have gotten together. It's a casual conversation, so make yourself at home, sit back, and go get yourself a cup of coffee to enjoy with us while you're sitting there listening. <laughs> uh, Joel, don't start. We're already going to have a divisive conversation here today, and Paul, Paul warned us against that in the Gospel, in the New Testament. I was thinking, since we're free in Christ, and I don't think that the folks at Grace Walk Radio would mind, Joel, since we are free. I was just wondering once in a while if we could talk about baseball or something. Besides just the guy, we always talk about the gospel all the time. Why can't we just talk about baseball and have a normal conversation? Okay, uh, Jesus scored a home run for the team. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about cheesy baseball stuff, huh? <laughs> well, I don't really want to talk about baseball because, for one thing, you're a Cardinals fan and I'm a Cubs fan, and we're already looking forward to next year. No matter when you're listening to this program, whether it's being repeated or not, just trust me, we're looking forward to next year. Just, yeah, that's right. There's always next year for you Cubs fans. But, yeah, speaking of coffee, I know you were, you'd uh, asked me if you could borrow a copy of one of my Grace Walk books uh, to, to give to a friend, and you said something about you were worried about somebody spilling coffee on your copy. I guess that's been autographed by Steve McVeigh himself. But I was thinking, you know what, I'm just going to purposely spill some coffee on this thing to make it worth so much more. <laughs> yeah, I do have an autographed copy of Steve's Grace Walk book, and I, I just I just didn't want to give that one out because I hardly ever seem to get anything back that I loan. I don't know if anybody else has ever had that trouble. But ah, all the time. <laughs> I don't know, what, no matter what it is, especially books. And so... And, and you know, something like Grace Walk, you almost hate to ask back. Yeah, I hate to ask for it back because well, maybe, maybe you know, if they didn't get through it, maybe they will another time. And, uh, yeah, I needed another copy because my daughter had given a copy to one of her friends. And I just had an opportunity in the car, Joel. I was on a, like a five- to eight-hour drive with somebody, and and uh, they're, they're a believer, but they're just kind of struggling a little bit and with what they believe, uh, went through some hurts and pains. Uh, in their personal life and in their church life, too. And so I had the opportunity to really share uh, the freedom of the gospel with them. And and they were a little bit cold at first because uh, their arms were kind of crossed when it came to the subject subject of God. But mm-hmm. they're the ones who wanted to, they're the person, they're the one who wanted to talk about it. And so I, I proceeded. And um, at first, again, they were a little bit hard. But by the end of the conversation, again, uh, quite a while later, they started saying, you know, I wish I could have that in my life. I wish I could have that kind of peace and, and freedom and, and experience that kind of love in my life. And I said, well, i got to get you this book then. And they said, yeah, I'll read it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get in that book and see where we can go from there. It's somebody I work with. So kind of a, it, it's, it's exciting to have those kinds of opportunities to be able to share with somebody who's sort of been under a religious burden to be able to share with somebody this incredible freedom that, uh, even though they were a believer in Christ, they never really understood. Yeah, and something you know, something that'll set them free and give, and give them real freedom, real the, the the truth, you know, and and freedom that comes, 
you know, where the, where the Bible says Jesus came, you know, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. I was talking to uh, a friend uh, as well recently, and he's uh, really been struggling with some things, and he's been kind of uh, not necessarily receptive uh, to all of the, the, the grace walk um, type of message. He was sharing uh, in a group of people about uh, about how he's been struggling with wanting to know God's will, with wanting to live out God's will, uh, and, and thinking it's supposed to be a burden. Because I was trying to share just, I was just trying to share just the, just lightly, not really trying to overwhelm this person uh, with the way I, I would view things, but I was trying to share about how Jesus, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. I guess what this friend of mine is thinking is that if you're going to be in God's will, it's supposed to be a hard thing. I mean, he realizes that he's weak and that his his will isn't God's will, and so he feels he needs to conform his will and shape his will so that it matches God's will rather than yielding his will over to God's. And there's a totally different thing there, but it's it's just a hard thing for him, and he's making it into a really hard thing. And he's been kind of not all that receptive to some of the some of the grace teaching that I've been trying to share with him. And I guess that kind of leads into what we're sort of talking about today, or what, we, what we'd planned on talking about, or thought about just before we came on here. In, in Romans 14, it's talking about receive one who is weak in the faith, but not to disputes over doubtful things. Some of these friends of ours, some people that we're sharing with, not to lift ourselves up above other people, but if we're walking in freedom of Christ and we see someone who's not walking in freedom, the case could be made that they're the people who are weak in the faith. They're they're struggling. They're striving to make this Christian life happen all by themselves. And here we are. We found this peace. Not that we walk in it totally and completely all the time, but we found this this grace and this peace that comes only from Christ. We need to look at these other people, not as enemies of the gospel, not as enemies of the cross, but as perhaps people who are weak in the faith, but we need to receive these people. You know, Jesus said that, come to me. If you're tired, you've been working, uh, you who have been laboring, uh, you're heavy laden, um, I'll give you rest. And, and that's what this Christian life is supposed to be about, ceasing from uh, works to attain righteousness to just resting in him. Uh, going from just working on on doing and 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 working on just becoming uh, in, into being, you know, uh, instead of always doing, just being sometimes is what we need to learn how to do in a Christian life. And so, what you're talking about, Joel, in, in Romans 14, receive one who is weak in faith. A lot of believers are at different degrees of their understanding. We all are, at different levels, so to speak, of our understanding of the grace of the gospel. And that's why we want to grow, and that's why we call the program what we do, Growing in Grace, because um, it's just something that you can learn so much more about as, as you move through, uh, through life. There are those who are sometimes, maybe because of what they have been taught in, in religious circles and just the, th- the things that have been handed down to us, the things that we've been taught when it comes to religious things, sometimes it's hard to let go of some of that. So somebody weaker in faith, as you said, Joel, it's really not meant to be an insult. What it really describes is somebody who may be challenged in some areas of their life when it comes to um, uh, works. (laughs) Sometimes we feel there's still this need to establish our uh, position in Christ. 
or, or to uh, secure, at least in our own minds, to secure uh, that identity that we really don't have to work for, but there's still that part of you, the, there's still that, that, that uh, flesh that yearns to want to try to secure something with God on our own. Instead of completely trusting in the finished work of Christ, there's that temptation to want to add to that finished work from time to time. And so Paul went on to... In, in Romans 14 to talk about a number of scenarios. Joel, I, I was at work uh, recently, and, and a nice lady works there. I really like her, and she's a Christian. And we got into a subject with a couple of other people one time, a discussion, and she made the comment, and I've heard this before. In fact, I'll bet I've said it quite a few times myself over the years. And that was this. She said, if you're you're a Christian, you have to love me. You have to love me. And uh, and you don't have to like me, she says. I don't know if any of this sounds familiar to you, Joel, but I've heard this time and <laughs> oh, yeah. again, probably from my own mouth, like I said. Now, I might not like you, but I have to love you. Well, you know what? That's, that's, again, something that I had done for many years in my Christian life. I really misunderstood what love is. Because, you see, if I have to love you, if it's required for me to do that, then that's not really love. No, that's not love at all. And, you know, as Christians, we're trying to get ourselves to do all these things, loving other people, uh, doing the things of the Christian life, and, and somehow thinking that that is going to establish who we are. But it's really the, the other way around, uh, because when we trusted in the finished work of Jesus Christ, and, and, and when we put on Christ uh, by, by faith, we were completely justified. We, our, our identity changed right there and then forever. We changed from sinner, born uh, in the sin of Adam. We changed from that into saint, holy, set apart for God. We became a new creation. We became righteous, justified in everything. Our identity became child of God. And the rest of our life here on earth is living out that identity. Uh, but you're right. There are so many people that are trying to do all these things in order to establish what they already are instead of realizing, hey, this is what God's made me to be. I want to live out of this. Well, you hit it on the head there, Joel, and, and, and I, I won't go through all of chapter 14 in Romans, but Paul talks about those who may be a little bit weaker in faith, where somebody who is completely, uh, maybe their faith may be stronger. In other words, they, they, they've just completely trusted in the finished work of Christ instead of trying to add to something that's already been taken care of, like what you were just talking about. Um, Paul gave some scenarios or examples of, of uh, a person who might be a little bit weaker in faith. And maybe we can tie that in just real quickly with uh, a couple of examples that we might understand in, in today's age and in, in the culture that we live in. For example, uh, the Lenten season, you know, uh, leading up to, to Easter, there are those who will give things up. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it has become such a religious thing for some, they just sort of think it's a requirement. <laughs> uh, and they may not even know why they're doing it. There are those who may say, I'm not going to eat meat, or I'm not going to eat meat on Fridays, or I'm going to quit this, and uh, you know, so on and so forth. Whereas somebody else, like me, <laughs> I might say, you know what, uh, I just celebrate Christ all year, and um, I don't really take notice of one day over another. And um, I'm, I eat meat when I feel like it. If I don't want to, I don't. And uh, so there are different people who view things in a, in a different way. Some people think that Sundays are like a Sabbath, and you just shouldn't really do anything on Sundays. Uh, you shouldn't go to work. You shouldn't mow the yard or, or whatever. For me, all seven days of the week in Christ are the same to me. 
And so those are just a couple of examples uh, trying to tie some of what Paul was saying in Romans 14 into what we deal with some today. Just a couple of examples of somebody who might be weaker in faith. I remember one time, Joel, a, a, a guy came to me on the phone and said he was dating somebody, but he didn't think it was going to work out because she, he says, he says, Mike, she thinks it's okay to shop on Sundays. <laughs> well, see, I didn't have the heart to tell him that I thought it was okay too. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a I had a pastor one time that he would not he would not go out on Sunday. He'd not go, go shopping or anything like that. And uh, since we're running out of time here, I mean, we can kind of wrap this up with with what it, what else it says there in Romans 14, and that we, um, these these people, these friends of ours, my pastor who wouldn't go out shopping, um, the friend who had a hard time with the person he was dating who thought it was okay to shop. I mean, it's, it says here in Romans 14, you know, who, who are you to judge another's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be able, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. And so it's, it's just, it's a tough, it can be a tough thing to, to deal with people who view things differently uh, than we do. It but, can, and, and Joel, it's one of those things where even though um, I recognize this as a situation where he, in this area, he might have been a little weaker in faith, so I didn't jump on him about it, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what love will do. Exactly, that is that is what love will do. And, and if you're trying to force it, as you were talking about before, uh, it's going to be so much harder. But if you just love people with the love of Christ, living out of that identity, uh, things can be so much different. Well, we have run out of time. I'm Joel Brzezicki, Mike Kapler with me. We'll be back again with you next time for more talk about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 